All right, we're coming at you live from the new studio. We said we had a new Every studio. Every week we have a new studio. <laughs> we said we had a new studio last week. For real, we have a new studio this week. It's pretty special, Chris. I'm kind of liking the it's vibes. It's pretty good. Here. We're basically in a coffin right now. Really claustrophobic, really hot. Yeah, I'm I mean, sweating. It's like I've been sweating five degrees. All, I've been sweating all day. I played a qualifier this morning. I practiced all afternoon. It was 95 today with like, I don't know, a thousand percent humidity. Yeah. Your and classic 90 to 1,000. Yeah. What was your qualifier? I had a qualifier for the New England Dam today. It definitely didn't go as planned. I thought I thought I was going to qualify for this one. Um, usually it's five, six over to get into this. And uh, I threw up a five over 75. I, I really got off to a brutal start. I chunked three wedges on the first three holes <laughs> in the middle of the fairway. And, uh, yeah, I made three bogeys to start. And I kind of battled back. I shot even on the back. so. It, but the front was a really dark scene. And front? I, I think you made one par on the front? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it was not good. A tough, tough ball striking day for sure. And then we both played in the Hornblower Invitational at Plymouth Country Club. Kind of a prestigious mass golf event. Yeah. Um two-day event one-day cut we both missed the cut it was a one-day event for us <laughs> yeah nice little one-dayer yeah it was uh, fun we both shot the same number we both missed by one yeah 74 they so chris teed off in the morning and i saw him when i was warming up i was going off in the afternoon and i i was talking to chris and there were a couple members at the club just kind of lurking around and i go chris what, you know what'd you shoot and Chris was like 74. I don't think I'm going to make the cut. And one of the members goes, "Oh yeah, 74. You'll you'll make the cut no problem. The yeah. cut's never been lower than 74." Yeah. And of course, Chris and I bullshoot 74 and the cut is 73 for the first time ever in the 80-year history of this event and we both missed. So, it's been a tough stretch of golf for us, I think. You know, just this last 5 days or so. Yeah, that course is like there are some crazy, crazy greens. Yeah, like it's, it's really Mickey Mouse. It's yeah. really diabolical. It's kind of a joke on some holes. Like borderline illegal. Yeah, it's hard to explain without being there. But it's really, if I could put it in like two, three words, it would just be quintessential Donald Ross. <laughs> in the most diabolical way possible. Like, there's some Donald Ross courses that are, like, classics and people love. This one, it teeters on the edge. It teeters on the edge. It's I still think it's a good golf course, but... Fun golf course. What else... What other tournaments do we have? You've got, what, Essex tomorrow? Playing Essex County Club. I always Although, mix that up. I always think it's Essex all. Country Club. Yeah, and they just decided to take out the R and it's County Club, and then it's the U is like a V, cause of like, I guess how it was like like old English, the old English, whatever. So it's a V. So it's County with a V. That's a little obnoxious. So it's Cove (laughs) Club. Whatever. It's actually a really cool place. Probably my second favorite course in Massachusetts. Donald Ross's house is right next to the like 15th tee, I think. Yeah. Cool place. 
So I have an event there tomorrow. A lot of the local clubs in the area, team event, um, individual stroke play in the morning, and then alternate shot in the afternoon. So representing Braeburn, and I think we're the team to beat. <laughs> That's an early call out. Yeah, back that up. Now. I think we're the team to beat. Yeah. Sneaky. I mean, you guys, you definitely have a good team. And then I'm playing, uh, I've got a, a little two-day tournament, good field down at New England Country Club, the Amateur Invitational. Should be fun. Some of the, the big mass golf guys, Matt Parziali, uh, Nick Macario, Herbie Aikens in the field. So it should be fun. That, that course is stupid tight, and I'm not hitting the ball well right now, so it could be. Punch-out game has to be yeah. elite tomorrow. I might, I might have to do a you know pull a club pro guy and warm up with some punch outs out of the yeah trees. yeah get a solid range session and then head right over to the nearest trees and just start working them all right through the bag and punch yeah. outs you gotta, you gotta go. have all the trages going too. you gotta have all the trages i mean lefty behind the tree yeah I mean, the one hand one like the one you had at the players on 17 yeah maybe you get into like a, a hole and there's like a branch there, so you got to come in really steep yeah, and try yeah. not to miss the ball. And then Those you got to put it on some leaves and be really shallow yeah. and sweep it yep. off. I mean, yeah. really, when you think about it, it might be the best way to like train yourself to, to your curve game. the ball. It might be the best test yeah. in one's game. I think it's the best test of golf out there is punch There should be a course with no fairway. Yeah, it's just all <laughs> just it's like disc golf. Yeah, or something. just jamming into the trees. There's, I was saying this to someone. Oh yeah, in the hornblower, I was saying this to someone. Punch outs are so important. Like when you really yeah. think about it, if like, you, you have a bad make, punch out, you make a you double. Make a mess of a hole. Yeah, you can totally make a mess of a hole. You can make worse than double. Yeah. If, like you have a bad punch out and hits yeah. a tree and goes backwards. Yeah, well, you're oh, you're yeah. just fucked. And yeah. If you think about it, like sometimes you get those riskier lines, like you'll have a safe yeah. line out. Yeah, yeah. And you have a those risky line, like... risky line that you could kind of move it towards the green. If you're a sick punch out player, you can save a lot of shots going for those risky yeah. ones if you can really flight it well. Yeah. And the classic punch out mistake is like you're really trying to get it out of there, and then you go too far, and you, yeah, go, and you go through over. the fairway on the other side. I did that today, it was really bad. Yeah, and also classic, taking too much loft, and you just hit the tree. Yeah, not even thinking about yeah. elevation, yeah. and you just go, like, oh, this ceiling. eight iron's going to go way lower than this branch, and it just doesn't. But That's enough punch-out talk. Good little punch-out segment there. <laughs> I was not expecting to dig into punch-outs that much, but... All right, um, what do we got besides <laughs> our random tournaments for the week? We're going to dive into, what did you want to call it? In the so, bowl? <laughs> I was thinking... I was trying to make it, like, chili dip related and call this segment in the bowl, but... That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't really make well, sense. Well, it's not or even chili dip related. Or, like... How is that chili dip related? Because chili comes in a bowl. Okay. Or, like, something... So do a lot of things. Like, lost in the sauce, maybe, I was thinking. Yeah. What were, what were you... I don't even remember what you came up with. Oh, out of bounds out of bounds we're calling this out of bounds These yeah are out of bounds some of our outlandish questions that we've thought of that you know probably aren't really realistic more like hypotheticals but they're interesting 
So we're gonna we're gonna discuss. They're semi-interesting, so we'll go through them. <laughs> First question here: If you had to pick a side in the Brooks Bryson debate, which side are you choosing? Bryson. And for what reason? Bryson, because he has the edge. No, Bryson that, has the edge over Brooks. No, that's the thing. He's Bryson has he, no edge over. Brooks. No, he does. Is the thing like B- Bryson hasn't done anything to show that Brooks is in his head, but Bro- Brooks is clearly rattled. No, 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 no. Like, it's Brooks the, it's the opposite. Rattled. Bryson, the thought of Brooks just rattles, or the thought of Bryson just rattles Brooks. Looking at him. But Bryson's kind of waddling along. He doesn't give a he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Okay, I would have agreed with you until this week when Bryson started kicking fans, yelling uh, "Let's go Brooksy" at Bryson out of the tournament. If yeah, that's if not a good he, look. If he didn't do that, I would have said yeah, that's not a good Brooks look. Brooks does not have real estate in Bryson's head, but for that reason, I think he does. And I think Brooks has the upper hand. He's got four majors. That doesn't Bryce matter. One. The majors don't matter. Oh, it matters. It matters. Well, it, I also think there's like Bryson's. He's a nerd. Like he's Brooks, a dork. He's a dork. Yeah. Brooks is he, gonna win this in the long run every single time. Not well if they go head to head. In in terms of like who are you verbally, taking if they go head to head? In a, in a golf tournament. Yeah. Or in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think in a fight is a better discussion okay new question brooks first bryson in a fight who are you taking who are you betting on brooks brooks has been in a bar fight or two in his life yeah he Br- claims Bryson's... he's like a football guy he's an athlete he might be a fraud though i think he might be a fraud tough guy i don't think he's that big like as big as people say he is like he's got a little bit of extra weight carrying around but i still well, think bryson's he's, bigger than him bryson's for sure bigger but i still think but bryson's is also a pussy yeah he's so soft he wouldn't hurt a fly yeah maybe brooks yeah it'd be brooks i think brooks would be like he'd be like two to one favorite maybe in that fight mm, yeah mayweather logan paul ask i feel yeah, like yeah <laughs> all right uh, master's question. This is this is your hypothetical. This here. is mine. I kind of made this up, but not really. No, but it's sick. okay. Master's hypothetical. You get to choose. You're either on the 18th tee box with a two shot lead on Sunday, in the fairway one shot lead, let's say 150 yards out, or five footer to win. What are you taking? I'm taking the two shot lead from the tee all day. I think there's I, so much that can go wrong. So oh, you much know, that here's the thing: wrong. you haven't played the, you've never seen the course, so I don't You're know. Literally what coming in is. blind. You're literally oh. stepping on the tee with the two shot lead. Everyone's around, but I know like the 18th hole at Augusta. Yeah. But I've never played it. Yeah, it's okay. what you know now. What I know, I would still take the the tee shot. I think I can hit the fade around the, the corner. I just like that two shot. I, I trust my driver. <laughs> I like that two you shot. You basically cushion. hit a persimmon driver. Your driver's from like 2014. Yeah, but it's so accurate. 
It's pretty deadly. Um, it is deadly. I would rather have the approach. See, I have no faith in my iron. I'm gonna stick it in the hole. Yeah, I mean that was. I'm gonna stick it in the hole. I mean, you wouldn't <laughs> have to hit a putt. That would take all the nerves out of it. The five footer to win is just—it's too risky. It's if you miss it, you're gonna be more devastated. I feel like yeah. Than if you lost a two shot lead on the tee. And you can point to one shot where you fucked up if you miss the five footer. With the two shot lead from the tee, you might not be able to point to one shot. It's more of like a a slow burn. I think it would be easier to get over. Yeah. Well, if you're a bad golfer, you take the putt though. Yeah, if you're if you're anything more than a five handicap, (laughs) I think you take the putt. Yeah. But I would take the I would take the tee shot. Imagine walking up off the tee. You box have the with chance. The two shot lead going it, up. Because the then fairway. if you stuff it, then you get the walk. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. You get the walk. And Are we talking front left Sunday pin here too? Yeah, yeah. Worst case too, like you probably not gonna make more than double. No, unless so you, then you go, a bad go to a shot. playoff. Worst yeah. case. But same with the five footer. Yeah, if you miss your, if you auto miss your auto playoff, but you're losing in the playoff, like <laughs> you're actually auto losing. Like, yeah, you're probably going up against like Justin Thomas or something. Yeah, you're just gonna lose. Yeah, that that's. I think it's okay. I'll take the, the approach. Shot. All right, and then the last one is something I came up with. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. If you had to live the rest of your life as one of these two guys. Who would you choose? And you can't change anything that they did in the past. Ricky Fowler or Patrick Reed? Ricky. Ricky, come on. He's doesn't, Ricky. He doesn't well, have the He's the, the wins, most though. liked guy on tour. He is. But it would also get annoying. It would be annoying to be Ricky. Like, he's signing autographs all the time. 24-7. He's always doing That's media not... stuff. He's doing all those ads, the commercials. Think about how much money he's making for how good he is. Yeah. And he has five oh, tours. Jonathan Bird has five tours. He's tour overpaid wins. for sure. And you're, you're so you're gonna be Reed? What are you gonna I'm do? Gonna apologize? You're gonna come out and apologize? No, to him? no, no. You're not gonna apologize. So you're just gonna be the most hated person. I mean, in what golf. am I going to apologize for my whole life? Yeah, me? I you do. <laughs> no, you come no, out. No, you can't do that. So if I, if I was Reed from here on out, I just okay, you're Reed. Fly, you... fly under the radar. You fly under the radar. You don't do anything controversial. You quiet Justine down. Wow, you, you got to back Justine. You, you got to yeah, actually, you got to take you a hit out on Justine. Like, <laughs> you hire the mob to take care yeah. of Justine. And he's won a Masters, dude. He's won a Masters. He's won like seven to nine PGA Tour events. I don't know exactly how many. He's won more than Ricky has. But who cares? Dude, he can always go back and play the Masters every yeah. year. That's like an... Okay, so you're basically being Reed to play the Masters. That's pretty much what I'm Masters saying. Masters exemption. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. If you get rid of Justine, it's a compelling argument. If you have to stay married to Justine... Yeah, it changes. You can get rid of Justine, I think, for the sake of it. I think I'd still rather be Ricky. I'd rather be Reed, but who's to say, really? All right, let's move into the memorial. Good little segment there. This was a really ridiculous week. Like, 
probably the most controversy that I can remember in a tour event. Is this the biggest robbery in professional sports? Name some other robberies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the biggest robbery in professional golf, I think. Well, what does it even mean, though? I don't know. It was kind of a... Well, in terms of, like, this guy literally had the tournament won. He was six clear. You could with say, like, to play. He was going to win. He was 98% chance. You could say, win. like, the Jordan push off. Game six against the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, my sports. But I don't. Archive, it's not that. Oh, deep, so I don't have. Point. You know, I'm not an encyclopedia. Maybe, like, the like helmet that. catch, but. That was a catch. Yeah, that was a catch. There are some football ones with catches and rats. See, this one, like, literally the guy leading the race just got pulled out of the race. Like, there was just nothing that he could do in his control in that moment to change it. Yeah. Here's, yeah. So where do you fall? Like, out of all, all this stuff that's happened, do you think the tour could have handled this differently? Yeah, I mean, this comes back to a COVID question, and which comes back to a political yeah, question. Yeah, it kind of so. gets political. But I don't, I mean, my personal belief, he had this disease that allowed him to be leading by six at the highest level of professional golf, and he didn't even know it. <laughs> like, clearly asymptomatic. I think that it would have been reasonable... I know the rules in place, but I don't see any problem with him playing on Sunday. That's along the thing with is, a marker. Yeah, that's the thing is the rules were in place. Like everyone knows the rules out there, but at the same time, like the COVID protocols don't really make sense on the tour right now. Yeah. Like the fact that all of these players are getting tested all the time, and he had to you know pull out of the tournament because he tested positive, but. We have now thousands of fans at all these tournaments with no masks. Like, they're allowed to get yeah. close to the players again. And it seems like the tour is kind of relaxed on some aspects, but they're a little bit outdated or a little bit behind on other aspects. Like, yeah. it, it really just it doesn't make sense. It's kind of, like, two-sided right now. Yeah. It's also weird that he's tested negative Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, or... Well, they say it takes like five to seven days to set in after you're first exposed. He, I, think I think he, he was exposed negative Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Friday. Friday, too. He was exposed, I think, Saturday or Sunday the week before. So here's the thing. I think this is the silver lining is that he wasn't like a journeyman who was leading. If it happened to like a Jim Herman, yeah, it would have been... Way more heartbreaking. It would because that's their one chance mm -hmm. to win a tournament, right? Fabian Gomez, right, leading the Memorial by yeah. six or whatever. So it's John Rom. He's number two in the world. He's gonna win plenty of times. So it's like not as big a deal, I don't think. And he's gonna get to play in the U.S. Open still. Yeah. If this like prevented him because of like the quarantining for him not to play in the U.S. Open. That would have been And he's a egregious. big time favorite, yeah. So maybe he'll contend in a major. For the first time <laughs> ever, yeah. At a golf course that he plays really well. Yeah. But yeah, I think when you look at who's at fault here, I initially thought the tour was at fault. Like I kind of took the same position you did. The tour could have easily sent him out 
as a single in the last group on Sunday, and he could have played with a scorer. Yeah. And that would have been it, and it probably would have been fine. He could have played with a mask on. Yeah. He could have carried his own bag, if, and I'm sure he would have done it. Yeah. On, and that yeah. would have been oh, fine. 100%. But that would have been kind of bending the, the protocol that the tour set out before this tournament, and everyone knew that, hey, if you don't get vaccinated, you're at a higher risk of getting this. Yeah. And Rom chose not to get vaccinated, yeah. which I didn't know. I thought Rom was vaccinated when I initially first heard this. And then I found out that he's not, and 50% of tour players aren't. I think the tour had to use this as a way to encourage other players to get vaccinated. Yeah. It is how I see it. Which is probably the right thing to do. And yeah. I mean, he should have just gotten vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, just he's get probably jabbed. kicking himself. And I don't feel bad for him at all now. Like... You should have yeah. gotten vaccinated. I, mean, I kind of feel bad for him. I, I, but I don't. You should have just gotten vaccinated. People are saying, oh, the other the other players in the field should pool their money together and give Rom the $1.6 no, 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 no. You don't Rom's do worth probably $25 million. He does not. You need, don't do that. You don't. Need. It wasn't. He didn't give a shit about the money. No. It's it's about the win. It's about the prestige. And be he'd be defending too. That would have been that would have been a, def, a title defense, at the yeah. Memorial, which would have been pretty historic. Yeah, but instead we get actually an exciting tournament. Yeah, which... it actually. I was so frustrated though with the the way the Rom thing played out initially, that I was bummed that like yeah. we got this exciting tournament, and I didn't really watch much of it be, because of that because well, I knew Rom should have won. Yeah, it right. felt fake. Yeah. Because well, the winning, the playoff number was 13, right? And he was at 18? was at 18 through three rounds. Yeah, he would have shot 75. Like, worst case, he's not... There's no I way mean, he's shooting higher. Worst case, he's probably shooting, like, he's, even or one over. Yeah. Like, worst case. Yeah. I mean, that... Which is crazy, because that golf course looks so hard. I would never want to play a tournament on that it golf course. It does look so hard. It just looks like you're never comfortable. Never. And it just looks like lush, and the greens are crazy fast. The yeah. rough is super thick. You got to be so accurate there. That eighteen under through three rounds is ridiculous. That's stupid. And you know he would have ended up winning, but yeah. yeah, I mean we get this Cantlay Morikawa showdown, and it actually it was great from what it seemed like. I mean, I from afar. I mean, look, Cantley. Two-time Memorial champion. Morikawa was in the playoff last year at Workday, but still at Muir- Muirfield. Didn't he win at Workday? Oh, he won, yeah. He won. For a second, I thought JT won it. No. Yeah, no, he did win. So so they basically each won Memorial. It's the Memorial. crazy. Like, Rom, Cantley, and uh, Morikawa have been, like, Muirfield just They're studs. Muirfield horse. Yeah. They just eat up Muirfield. Cantley, clutch. Yeah, he's always he's clutch. such a killer, dude. Like a, he's just yes. a stone cold. Like yes. there's no expression, even after he won. Like through all that, yeah. like there was a lot that went down in that last hour of yeah. golf. Like a lot of putts dropped, a lot of stuff happened, and even after he wins, it's like, yeah, he just like shook Morikawa's hand, and that was it. And there's no emotion, which is crazy because I mean. That's a big time tournament to win, right? So it's crazy. Yeah, he's just a silent killer, sneaky. Everyone, you know, he'll like win and then 
people will forget about him after this. Yeah. Like you just kind of forget about him. Cause he's but not, the, he's not a top dog, right? Like he's, he's in that second tier of players. Like yeah. we have, I mean, what is he 10 in the world? Something like that. I mean, when you think about the favorites every week for a golf tournament, it's, it's he's not the DJs, the, especially the JTs, a major. He's not the in the discussion. Speeds. Yeah. And he's just a step below that. Like he's yeah. in that same boat. He's a little more like inconsistent. A, a Tony Finau or something like that, which maybe is kind of discrediting can't like because Fino hasn't won before but you know he's kind of he's kind of down there and yeah. even, but I, oh man, he plays such textbook golf like he's the most fun player to watch arguably when he's on because he absolutely smooths it like yeah. there's no rush in yeah. his golf swing at all he hits that low penetrating yeah. draw his swing is so money like it's really his tempo is one of the best on tour yeah so when do you think the the questions about the like Morikawa's putter start to go away? Because he putted really well this week. I think yeah, like but six he's or been switching between the claw and the regular grip. Yeah, which is weird because he's still putting so well. I don't understand. And he's making all the clutch ones. Like yeah. he's 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 good inside know, ten feet yeah. now. Actually. I don't know why he just puts claw for the rest of his life. He's he's a claw guy. It seems like he's a claw guy. He's a claw guy, yeah. So, Which is semi dark. It is. But he's we also sick with him. We were talking about this on the putting green yesterday. Like if you putt with the claw, like you've given up. Yeah. Oh, well like you're so, just trying to be an average putter. You know, like especially in amateur golf, you know someone using claw has previously fought major demons. <laughs> like you know they've gone through the ringer. Just thinking about it now, if I ever lost a match to someone who putted with the claw, like an amateur golf... You'd be almost embarrassed. I'd be a little embarrassed, yeah. Even if they just putted really well. Yeah. There's still just something about... Well, so this is what I was talking about. In amateur golf, you don't see anyone with arm lock putters. You don't see anyone with... You never saw people with really with belly putters before they got banned. And it's like everyone on tour uses them. People are saying... It's going to be banned. Xander's, you know, talking about how good it is. And Bryson's one of the best putters in the world using it. Kuchar, you have all these guys. Webb, no one in competitive amateur golf uses an arm lock putter. I know Why? one person out of Why? everyone. That I, I mean, that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I think the equivalent of, like, arm lock in amateur golf is the claw. Because you see a lot more claws out there than you do arm locks. And yeah. I think that's because people just don't want to spend the money on an arm lock putter. Yeah. You got to buy a whole new putter. And it's a whole new system. You got to you gotta learn it. Whereas the claw, that's easy. You, you just, just change grips yeah. and that's it. Yeah. So I think that's Yeah, you part can of the switch five why. minutes before you tee off. Yeah. If you're really feeling yippy that day. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I was thinking about... When I was going through some dark times putting, switching to arm lock. I know. But then it's such a tough scene. Like, you show up with your buddies and you're using an arm lock putt. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Plus, you also run the risk of it, like, getting... It might get banned. Like, in the next five years, yeah. I would not be surprised. It might get banned, if, yeah. If the USGA and the RNAs just say, like, hey, in 2027, arm lock is yeah. done. Yeah. Because I saw something the other day on social media... Ben Crenshaw used to putt with this grip called the paddle, which I, I used to remember do that. like The Matt Wallace. The Matt Wallace drill. So yeah. I used to think that Matt Wallace, I, I'm obviously you can't see my hands right now, 
But think about if you put your hands sideways on the putter shaft, just pointing downwards, like fully extended. That's how you said like you're praying, like you're praying. Yeah. Like the prayer grip. And I used to think Matt Wallace putted like that. Turns out he just puts both his fingers down the shaft. So I was completely wrong. But Crenshaw Uh used to do this prayer grip and he had a, a special grip made for it that like kind of fit the arch of his hands. And they banned that. Like, that's not allowed anymore. Really? Which is, like, it arm must have been is, OP. No, no. Arm locking is way more <laughs> OP than that. Because think about it. The putter, the putter can still, like, rotate. But your it's hand. probably so solid. Yeah, but I feel like under pressure, your hands get shaky and you just, like, roll one over. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't like the feeling of that. Well, you know what's weird? Of that. This is totally random. Kucher locks on his right arm. There's just no way that's true. I'm pretty sure Kudra no. locks in his right arm. I think you're tripping. This is well, a, a classic chili dip in episode sh- research. <laughs> well, I mean, what are we going to do? No, just he say locks yes in his or no? left arm. He just bends over a lot. Oh, yeah, he does lock. There's no way you could Fuck lock. Fuck that guy. Who, I, I was having a conversation with someone on the putting green. And... They were saying how weird it is that Kucher locks in his right <laughs> arm. I was like, there's no way. I was like, that's the weirdest thing ever. So, that's not on my, it's not my sources. Yeah. Honestly, we might have to scrub that. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be really ridiculous to lock on your right arm. I, it's not possible. It's not possible. Unless you had like a... You got a crazy angle. Like a 30 shaft. degree like, loft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It'd have to be negative loft. Think about oh, it. Oh yeah, the shaft negative loft. Pointing out. Yeah, I'd have to be like negative thirty degrees. Negative loft. thirty lofts. Might have to try that. <laughs> Might get the ball rolling a little yeah. better. All right, enough enough anchored discussion. Good little anchor segment there. Yeah. All right. What else? Is that it from the memorial? Yeah, I mean, couldn't really tell the changes on the golf course when watching it. No, very you, def- subtle. you definitely no, you definitely can't. And I didn't watch but enough. But there was to so actually... su- It was just like, who cares though? It's not like they're playing a different. Like they're playing a different course, but you can't really tell that they're playing a different course. Yeah, I mean, to me, like I- I've never watched the memorial like religiously, so I didn't even know. I didn't know the whole course before the changes. Right. So it just kind of looks like another Ohio like. Yeah. Super lush, really difficult golf course. And I didn't watch enough this week to like really like point out the changes. But yeah, I mean, I think as long as this tournament plays it this tournament has traditionally been like one of the hardest tournaments on the PGA Tour, like scoring conditions wise. Yeah. And I don't really care how the holes are as long as the scoring is the same. Or even if it plays harder. Like, I want this tournament to play as hard as it can. Right. And if it does that, then I have no complaints with it. So, I mean, Rom made it look like a joke. But the other guys made it look yeah, a little harder. Yeah. 13's not a bad winning score. No. I I think if you said that, like, 13's going to be the winning score every year here, I would I would probably take that. Yeah. Like, that's that's not a birdie fest. That means yeah. there's, there's still bogeys out, yeah. out there to make. So. Speaking of uh, bogeys out there to make, the women's U.S. Open. <laughs> you are U.S. Women's Lexi Open. Lexi Choke. It was she, a Lexi Choker. <laughs> once again, 
was not super tuned in for this, but did catch up <laughs> on the highlights. Instead of saying that every time, just assume it. Yeah, just Unless we tell it. you otherwise. Yeah. No. But once summer hits, you're out there playing golf, and it's like, Lexi, am I going to go watch Lexi blow a five-shot yeah. lead on the back nine, or am I going to yeah. go watch myself blow a five-shot yeah. lead on the back nine? I'd rather, rather, rather experience it for yourself. Yeah, it's way more fun. I'm not the biggest Lexi fan. Yeah, you've been a Lexi hater She's for She's kind a of a crybaby, literally. Yeah. And well, the whole thing with her crying at, what was it? The, was it the a &A? I think it was the A&A. When she was tr come down the stretch trying to win a major, you're crying. Like That's not a good luck. Come on. Yeah. Like, like obviously, obviously she's passionate about it. Be a competitor. She cares, but yeah, grind it out. Like she still Cry some, after the round. She had like six or seven holes left to play and she yeah. was crying. Yeah. I agree. I, Since I then, I've, I've kind of been out on Lexi. I also just don't root for people that putt with a glove on. Yeah, tough, tough luck. It's a tough bit. Tough I, was, I, I also don't like her swing. Oh, yeah, I hate her golf swing. I was putting today with a buddy on the putting green. He He's always putted with a glove on. I'm like, dude, I think you would save like two or three shots around if you took that glove yeah. right now. I mean, your feel has to be atrocious. Yeah, and he was saying he thinks he gets better grip on the putter. What? With the glove on. I was like, dude, Who you're not swinging a putter at 120 miles an hour. You don't need good That's grip. That's outrageous. You sw there, are, there are guys on tour that swing without a glove yeah like, like, you don't need the classic you're irony about putting, you're hitting glover. It. <laughs> swings with no glove on his last name's glover it's right, ridiculous enough, enough with that but yeah no that's ridiculous don't put with a glove on why do you if you were to ask her like why she did that what do you think her rationale would be just i think she would say consistent feel like glove always on yeah. But for me, it's like it, it's really nice taking your glove off. Like well, it you feels sweat nice. a lot. You sweat. If you have your glove on for more than like forty seconds on a day like today, it was like oh, one hundred and eighty-five yeah. degrees yeah. out. Like you just sweat well, through it, and then your gloves yeah. ruin well, for the I, day. I mean, I take my glove off in, in between every shot. I take it off like immediately. Immediately, and I yeah. put it on only like right before I'm about to hit. I that's tend how you keep to do them the same in good thing. shape. Yeah. So, especially when, like, we're not getting free It's gloves, uncomfortable to have a glove sponsored. on. Yeah. And it's almost like a reward. You hit the green, you take it off, you put it in your back pocket. Yeah. But, like, if you even if you miss the green, you're going to take your glove off and put it in your back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, okay. Lexi, basically, because she puts with a glove on, is, is the worst. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind but of are you surprised with the like the collapse from her? Because it seems like this is kind of a common trend. Like yeah. she's always been the underperformer. She's kind of yeah. Like if well, I could give her only a comp, won one major. Yeah, if I could give her a comp, it'd be like Ricky. She's like the Ricky of the LPGA tour. Like Not everyone knows her. Like she's like everyone. somewhat popular. Yeah, she's pretty popular on the LPGA tour. She she's is, one of the yeah. best American players, so that that helps her. But she's super talented people say she should be winning all the time and yeah. she's only got that one major i mean and it seems like she's like always hanging around she's always right there ricky's always doing that and yet like she either comes up short or we have this collapse and it's just whoa epic. whoa 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 there are five majors per year on the lpga tour yeah you didn't know that? You didn't know that. Yeah, There's I did. There's no way you I knew did. that. I did. Okay, name them. The A&A, 
the Rico Women's British Open, the U.S. Women's Open, the KPMG PGA Championship, and the Evian. Yeah. I'm insane, dude. <laughs> I'm a women's golf super fan. No, that's from a lot dude, of that's a lot of late night golf channel binges. That's crazy that there's five yeah, majors. It's like impossible to, to complete the career grand slam. How many women have done that, Mr. Superfan? Oh I yeah, I couldn't tell you. Probably Annika. She has like nine majors, I think. So Lexi has eleven wins and one major. So she's a Zach Johnson. Oh no, Zach Johnson's won two. Yeah, that's crazy that Zach Johnson has two majors. She's a, she's had Bryson's career so far. Bryson has eight wins. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, pretty similar career comp. But <laughs> Lexi's better. But she's Lexi's been on better. tour since she was like 18. Yeah. So she's at a, she's been around longer. I think she's like 26 now. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's some new big guns on the LPGA. Um, Yuka Sasso. Like a lot of people comparing her swing to Rory's, I could see the resemblance for sure. And she just like has one of the most athletic golf swings on the LPGA tour. And it's crazy how many athletic golf swings there are now out there. Like even within the last three, four years, like Maria Fossey coming out, uh, Bianca Pagdanon, whatever her name is, Pagdanon, I think it's pronounced. She moves it. Uh, who's Patty yeah. Tavitanikit? Yeah, she nukes it now. There's a lot of girls moving it out there with really athletic golf swings. And I think we're gonna see like a ton of that in the next five or six yeah. years. Like all these girls coming out hitting it, you know, two seventy in the air, two sixty in the air, and probably moving it close to three hundred. Yeah, and she's just in, like one of the first ones. It's great, and it's great that people, more people care about women's golf now i feel like i think it's gotten a huge boost in because like the last two it's years it's gotten a big boost and like you golf can in general, do whatever say whatever you want or they can be built up as much as you want but people have to care about it and i think more people are caring about it so yeah i think women's golf is in good place we'll see what the uh new commish does yeah, yeah, to grow yeah. the game what's it molly marku something like that ah <laughs> gotta be a name botch yeah probably a name botch. so here's here's our trivia for today how many women have won the career grand slam what would your guess be well i think one of the majors is new i'm pretty sure that evian is really new i think that's within like the last like maybe 15 years 10 15 years so i'm gonna say it's either zero or one and i'm gonna say one I think Wait, I, who have won the five? Who have won all five? Oh yeah, it could be zero though. No, okay, so seven have won the career grand slam. The four, the previous four, yeah. One have won the five. And it's is it Annika? No, Annika's won four, or she's won the four, right? She has the career grand slam for four of them. Carrie Webb. Carrie Webb. Has all five. Carrie Webb is the only one. Super career Grand Slam. Sneaky people should be making Carrie Webb for the GOAT arguments. I mean, yeah. I don't so, know how many other wins she has, but like the people, seven. Yeah, what were you going to say? People say like Annika's consensus the GOAT of women's golf. Carrie Webb is the, I mean, 
five. So Carrie Webb has forty-one LPGA, fifteen Euros. That's insane. And seven majors. How many does Annika have? Oh, Annika but has nine. She so the fifth major that she won was was in nineteen ninety nine. It was called the Du Maurier Classic. Mm, it's French enough. So it was. It's basically the Canadian it's, Open. It's Canada's national championship, but they considered that a major back then. So they're just changing majors. They're changing around. it. She has never won the Evian. She was second in the Evian. So it's really a. I mean, <laughs> she could have won six different majors. Okay. I uh, first of all, I think <laughs> this is a joke. If dude. you're Molly Marcusaman, your first order of business is nailing down what the career Grand Slam is. Right. I mean, you can't have this gray area. Like, is yeah. it four? Is it five? Does the Canadian Open count? Does the Evian Open count? I think you have to stick with four and boot the Evian. You have to stick with four. Annika hasn't won the Evian. Well, she was too old, I think. Okay. She never won the DeMaurier. She was second in 98. But she won three different majors three separate times. She has 10 majors and 72 wins. Yes. She's, so she's you were saying she's Carrie Webb's to go with like Carrie Webb's wins? probably number two though. No. She was Carrie Webb's 10th all time on wins. No way. I Kathy Whitworth. I've never even heard 88 of wins, six majors. Oh my God, Mickey Wright. Yeah, Mickey Wright's a legend. 82 wins, 13 majors. How is she not the GOAT? She was too old school. It's like the same thing with Jack, dude. Dude, dude no, like Jack. Don't give me this. Mickey Wright's the goat. That's what I'm gonna say. Carrie Webb's the goat. <laughs> I think we're both just anti Annika, even though Annika seems she seems sick. She seems sick. Yeah, I think they're actually their events this week. The uh, the mixed doubles on the European tour. Annika and Henrik Stenson host it. That Scandinavian masters or whatever oh really yeah it's kind of a sick tournament we're really down a rabbit hole right now just to yeah well swedish glory <laughs> i mean i had a deep in the the women's major rabbit hole i've never heard of mickey wright before so that's kind you of you never heard of mickey wright well i don't follow women's golf she's a legend maybe i should yeah I think you could pick up some distance too if you, if I want, <laughs> if you if you wanted to, if you watched. Why? Because they're blowing it by you, dude. You're short. They're not blowing, dude. You're a joke. <laughs> actually, this is exposing me. Actually, I'm. I could I'm probably lying. pick up some distance. You could pick up some distance. I'm blowing it by yeah, you. You're blowing it by me, actually. I could have said that up until last year, and now you're blowing it by me. I've actually gained a lot of distance. I think I'm gonna start speed training. Yeah, you're on the Bryson speed training grind. Like, when are you starting this? And what's... Do you even have a plan for it? No. You just... You're just gonna do it. I've kind of just said it as a meme. Well, now you have to actually do it. You have to actually try it, like... But I think I'm gonna start working out. So it's gonna coincide with that. That's not speed training, though. Like, Well, no, but it goes in with it. Bryson, like... Go to the range at drivers for an hour and a half. (laughs) As Even, hard as you can. Yeah, that and like speed sticks, like all that sort of stuff. 
just grind. Yeah, but like, that as counts as working out. Yeah, that's a different type of working out, though. I don't know. I might start bulking. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can't be 6'4", 170. Yeah, you're a stick. I mean, I'm not much better. I'm 6'5". But you're sneaky at tank now. Yeah. You gained like 25 pounds last year. 6'5", 205 is pretty good. That's a lot better than... I was like 6'5", 190 yeah. for a long time. Maybe I should start speed training. Yeah. Now that I'm Get bulked. Up. I'm getting it nowhere. <laughs> I'm hitting 8 iron 150 yards right now. Yeah, it's super dark. Basically, Zach Johnson. All right, do you have anything else for this week? I don't I even know if we're still... I, I don't even know if this part will make it in the episode, to be honest. like Probably not. I think it will. If you're still listening... I don't know if Chris, Congratulations. I think Chris just stopped recording. No, you're no, still I did. recording. If you're still listening, we really thank you. <laughs> we say that every episode. No, no, no. No. This time around, we really thank you. You just went through the deep dives of women's golf, of Chris talking speed training, COVID protocols. I think that was a, that was a roller coaster episode. Mickey Wright's the GOAT. Carrie Webb's the GOAT. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>